the annual convention of devils, was focused on the dropping number of souls entering hell. And the purpose was to get the devils talking about new and inventive ways to gain souls for hell. So focus groups discussed and debated ways to trick more souls into that place. And finally, in a formal session, the groups presented their various ideas. So a very young devil took the floor first. And his group thought that if they could get more people addicted to social media, those people would lose their sense of relationships. And without a proper relationship, the people would quit caring about everyone else but themselves. Those addicted to social media would become the center of their own universe. So Satan thought the idea showed promise, but said that, that as people caught on that they were losing their soul to social media, they would abandon it for real relationships. So another group reported that given the way the world was going, they could convince people that principles and values were shifting things. The world was already headed toward abandoning values, and people were already letting relativism and secularism guide them. But Satan also knew from history that a world without values leads to a world without a lot of pain. And a world with a lot of pain always went running back to God. And the idea would work for a while, but it might not be effective for as long as he hoped. So the meeting dragged on, sort of like this story. And Satan kept finding some fault with almost every idea for leading more souls to hell. So the assembly was becoming restless. And finally, in the back of the convention hall, the second oldest devil in hell, second only, of course, to Satan himself, rose. And as he stood, his chair screeched like a thousand demons. And the hall grew silent to hear what the old devil had to offer. And the old devil said that bringing more people to hell would really be very, very easy. All that the devils would have to do is to whisper into each human's ear that there was plenty of time in their lives for them to turn to God. And the fact is that we are sometimes just too casual about our salvation. And we know of Jesus Christ. We, or you, hear the sermons. You know, we go to church more often than not. But concern for God gets, well, it gets only passing attention. 
There are many options for how to spend our time. And too often spending time on our relationship with God becomes just one of many things that we have to do. You know, like, like talking about losing weight or getting in shape, but, but not dieting or exercising. You know, we talk about developing a deep and abiding relationship with God, yet live as if time is on our side. A few weeks ago, I mentioned uh, something about evangelical Catholicism. I went back to the book that I have read, and, and I wrote the ten points down of uh, the characteristics of evangelical Catholicism, and the number one characteristic, which I had already mentioned, is evangelical Catholicism is friendship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Friendship. Very, very important. In fact, most important. You know, two weeks ago, the gospel told us not to live in fear. But at the same time, it also said that we do not know when the master of the house will be returning. And how will he find us when he returns? You know, it might seem inconceivable, but time is not on our side when it comes to our salvation. You know, we, we presume so much on God's love and God's compassion and mercy that it doesn't occur to us that we let ourselves grow lazy with our faith because of our presumption. You know, too many of us, too many times think, well, I'm a good person. You know, I treat people right. I'm not too worried about getting into heaven. And those of us who have ever thought this way need to listen very closely to the words of today's gospel. Where Jesus says, many, I tell you, will try to enter and be unable. Eventually, God will shut the door and many of us will be caught on the outside. The question today put to Jesus was, will only a few be saved? And this question had to have been asked by someone who had been faithfully following Jesus and listening closely to Jesus and, and his ever more difficult sayings. And while saying that the invitation to live in God's kingdom is extended to everyone, Jesus also said that the way is narrow and it demands more than just a casual interest. You know, Jesus, I love the second reading today. I, I hope all of you parents were listening how important, you know, responsibility and, and good behavior is for people to be you know, well in the eyes of God. But Jesus demands more than admiration. Now, Jesus demands love out of all of us. Jesus demands 
more than being merely good. As I have said on countless occasions, he demands holiness out of us. And Jesus added a further alarming and frightening note. He said that our deepest pain will be to sit in front of a closed door within sight of large numbers of people who have been admitted. You know, real hell is not fire and flame. Real hell is realizing what was within our grasp that we failed to reach. And we say that God does not want anyone to be lost, and, and this is very true. Isaiah says this, the book of Hebrews says this. God does not want any of his children to be left outside. But God cannot force us to walk through the door. He leaves the choice to enter the door to us. So do not listen to the whispers of the devil. 